something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings... Is talking about weddings. I thought you were going to giggle. You had the giggles. I did a few minutes ago. You're a pro. I'm trying to pull it in. Yeah, yeah. We're in a giggly (laughs) mood because uh, we have another guest. We do. Now it's just a thing. We just have guests again. It's, you know. You go back and forth. Yeah, that's true. Oh, sometimes you like alone time with me. I do. It's fun. Poodle. I just touched her hand. (laughs) It was special. (laughs) But anyway, I don't want to get too romantic in front of our guests. You know, it's just for alone time. (laughs) Say who our guest is. Yes. This is a returning guest. She was here on episode 12, having been engaged, but no wedding plans. Mm-hmm. Then she came back for episode 78 and 79, when like wedding planning was like very in effect. So now... She's deep in, a, in wedding planning. A big old gap in between <laughs> <laughs> because of lots of stuff. And I hope you remember a lot about your wedding. It is Lauren Lilly. Hi, buddy. Hi. Welcome back. So happy to be here. We're really excited to have you. I'm so happy that the podcast is back. As are we. Yes. (laughs) And what a cliffhanger. Like, did you get married? Like, everyone's just been waiting to know. We don't know. (laughs) I'm sure they've been on pins and needles. (laughs) So, um... This is the part of the podcast usually where we would, you know, talk more to our guest about their experience with weddings. And then from that, we learn a little bit about you. And then you help us answer the confessionals that the listeners write in. It's usually how the pattern goes. The problem with tonight is that Pam came into my home right before Lauren showed up. Lauren was very <laughs> punctual. Not This is no shade to you that Pam showed up first. So Pam said, was talking to me. And then partly as she was about to start a sentence, she was like, wait. I don't want to talk about it now. I'm talking about it in the podcast. And I, for the last like hour and a half, have been dying to know what secret she has from me. Like, what is it that you're holding back on? So mm. I don't even know what's happening here, but Pammy, take the mic. <laughs> oh, Brooke can't handle it. Not knowing. I, I, you know, I want to know all the secrets. That's why we started this podcast. So people tell, tell us their me your secrets. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Basically, I wanted to tell everybody how I was invited to a wedding, and then I got uninvited. <laughs> oh, what? I wish I could see your face. I wish everybody could see your faces right now because they were <gasps> amazing. Um, it's true. So my husband, Jeff, um, who's been on the podcast, we were invited to a wedding of one of his friends, and it was a secret elopement, and it was just friends being invited, and it was a middle of the week, middle of the day sort of wedding, and we were like, okay, you know, a lot going on, kids, everything, but, you know, this is important. They were only inviting a few people, and we were one of those couples that were invited, so we're like, we're going to be there, absolutely. So... um we were planning on going, and then we got the call that said, hey, so I we've noticed that you haven't booked your hotel yet. And we're like, yeah, you know, that's very typical of us, last minute. Um, and they're like, well, so 
and we're like, yeah, you know, there were, weren't rooms available anymore where you had planned it and set it up. And they said, well, because um, basically their family had found out about this secret wedding <gasps> and they got really upset that they weren't invited. So they were like, can they have your spot? Because everything was very number oriented you know how many people at the courthouse how many people at the hotel with rooms how many people at dinner like everything was very already locked in already locked in okay so the uh, we got uninvited to make room for family members so we were okay i mean it's fine because i'd rather you know their families all be happy i mean that's that's their future absolutely we would have loved to have been there but totally okay with this imagine if you had told them no <laughs> <laughs> well we actually thought about it we're like of the friends if there were other friends invited they may not have been you know as like chill about it as we were like it's Do you fine think that's why they asked you to to step back is that your personalities would be cool with it probably yeah they look at the list and they're just like these two won't freak out exactly smart yes wow are you a little relieved because it was inconvenient timing um a little bit you know um it's it's hard you know I have two kids and it's the middle of a school week and trying to find somebody to watch the kids because it was an overnight thing it was out of town so it was like if it was here and in LA, that would have been a different story. We could have gotten a babysitter or whatever, but overnight made it, things a little bit more difficult. We had a plan and we had everything laid out and ready to go. But yes, I think there may be a little bit of relief. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Yeah. Disinvited. <laughs> I mean, you know, at least you're chill about it. I mean, that also, imagine planning this sneaky wedding and then how did it get out? Did they tell you how the family found out? Who was the rat? Um. Well, apparently <laughs> one of the friends might have backed out and then the bride then asked her sister and then the sister, once one family went, member was invited, then yeah. it was out. Cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag and mm -hmm. mama's coming. <laughs> you better give her a room. And that room belonged to Pam. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, have they got has the has the wedding happened yet? Tomorrow you should crash it. I'm oh. gonna show up. <laughs> send me the address. <laughs> Cause a scene. All well, right. Good for them. Mazel tomorrow. Yes. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for them. They're a, a lovely couple, and we're really. I mean, I like I said, I wish we could be there, but I totally get. You know that. That's sweet that the family, family gets to, to be there. there. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Well, yeah. good for them. Let's all send them some good vibes. Larry David and a bunch of celebrities were disinvited from Obama's birthday party, so you're in good company, I guess. Really? What? Yeah, but Why, that was too many people. It was COVID related. Ah, they wow. downsized the party and disinvited a bunch <laughs> of people. <laughs> I can see you look at the list and be like, "Let's just disinvite Larry David because this is hilarious. Like he's gonna he's gonna run with this." Yeah. That's an episode right there of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh -huh. I think he said that he was very relieved. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so, um, sorry, back to you, Lauren. Hello. Yes. Hi, you're, Hi, you're our guest, and we just like talk about ourselves and not about you. But well, now do you don't anymore. have to go to a wedding tomorrow. Or you don't get to go to a wedding well, tomorrow. I was looking forward to it. I actually, I had a dress ready. I was going to say, what were you like, going to wear? 
Well, of course, I bought three because I wasn't sure. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, because of the COVID-19 pounds, you know, <laughs> I wasn't quite sure that anything in my closet fit. So then I had to buy a few things and see. Are you going to keep the dresses? Absolutely. Okay, good I for like you. I them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fashion show later then. You'll find an occasion. Exactly. We'll crash someone else's wedding. Let you strut around in your cute outfits. I'll get invited and uninvited to more weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Or a nice date night. There you go. There you go. Done. I love it. Good idea. Um, So Lauren. Yes. Let's go back to you. So the last we um, were talking to you, the wedding was months away. There was a lot of like little things still left to plan and it was getting a little bit stressful because you put some stuff off. But the big things were done. The dress had been picked out and the venue had been locked in. And uh, how did it go from there? It's a bit of a trip down memory lane now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I feel like I should say right off the bat that I feel... So lucky that we ended up having our wedding before everything happened. I mean, my heart really goes out to all of the COVID era brides and grooms. When did you get married exactly? February? We got married February 2019. Okay, okay. so you made the cut. Yeah. We made the cut. Right on. With a bit of time. How many people ended up coming to your wedding that were invited? Was it a pretty high percentage? I don't remember the exact percentage, but I think it was relatively, it was relatively high. We ended up having about 130 there. Did you, you didn't do a bridal party, right? I did an informal bridal party. We didn't have official bridesmaids and groomsmen, but we basically did. We took pictures and we both did a bachelor party and bachelorette party, but we didn't have everybody wear matching outfits. Bachelorette party. Go into detail. <laughs> I can't, as oh. you know. <laughs> Where was it? You know, Jake would say that I smoked him on the bachelorette party because he went away with his friends for a weekend, and my friends and I intentionally scheduled for MLK weekend so that we could do three days. So Love. I had a longer Smart. bachelorette party than he had his bachelor party. Nice. Where note, was it? Note to brides. Yes. Take three smart. day weekends. Yeah. If possible. Yeah. Where'd you go? We went to wine country out by Los Olivos. It was oh, great. Yeah. So oh, we had fun. one night in LA to do like some dancing in LA and then go out wine tasting. It was awesome. That's so lovely. That's it's bad. such a nice excuse to get friends together and have friends from different parts of my life get to meet each other and hit it off and that's it was wonderful so day of what walk us through the day well before i get to the day of one of the things that i wanted to be sure to mention was apparently it's a thing that a lot of people said to me oh the wedding's coming up so you're all set then people said that exact phrase numerous times oh so the wedding's next month so you're all set then what what does that mean who says that also, People say this. The answer is no. No. Exactly. You're not all said to like moments before. Any normal person has a ton of stuff to do yes. in the last month or so before the wedding. So yes. I had no idea why all of these people were saying, oh, so the wedding's coming up. So you're all set then? 
No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you respond with? Do are you honest with them? You're like, no, dude. I said, no, I still have a bunch of things to do. <laughs> and then people were very perplexed. Well, what do you have to do? Oh, they want the list. Do you want a list? Exactly. Yeah. What, should I have a panic attack in front of you? What What do they expect? Do you want to do some of this stuff? Yeah. They wanted me to justify what I was stressed about to them. <laughs> wow. And I will say that one person said this to me, and God bless her, very sweet friend, their wedding was not particularly well, well well organized. Their wedding was not particularly well organized. I'm so sorry, guys. Is I Ruth okay? I, I think I accidentally, I was moving my chair and I think I, okay, she's over it. No. I didn't even like step on her. I think I just touched her, but she has a little doggy bone. So she's like, ma'am. Back off. I need my space. So yeah. guys, Ruth's in the room, in case you didn't know. She's here. Ruth <laughs> she's is in here. the house. I'm so sorry. Continue. One of my friends who said this to me, her wedding was not particularly well, well organized. So in my head, I was thinking, I'm doing all the things that you didn't do for your wedding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is what should have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to swallow that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing like being at a wedding where you're just like, things aren't clicking. This is... <laughs> This isn't ready. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have anxiety the whole time when that's happening. Usually the people in, like who are actually getting married do not care. It's only me. It's only my type A personality being like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> well, and actually in part because of that wedding, Jake and I organized our after party in advance of the wedding so that we didn't have an awkward period after the wedding of a bunch of people standing around saying, well, I don't know. Where, Where are do we you going to go? Are you going to go somewhere? Yeah. Where should we? Yeah. Exactly. Where was we the wanted after to party? eliminate. Wait, I love that we all just went to like male voices for that. <laughs> yeah, man. What's going what, on? What are you doing? Where are we going? Yeah, let's do some shots. <laughs> sports. <laughs> I love sports. What am I talking about? I know. <laughs> I mean, actually, that all could have come out of my yeah, mouth. That, this all just... could have been me. Just I'm not really into shots, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, where was the after party? Jake took the lead on that because I was focused on other things. That's what and dudes do. They do the after party. <laughs> well, it's actually funny because Jake is not a big partier at all. Um, but he orchestrated, he organized space at a nearby bar and it was perfect. Got it. So, um, before I realized we were, I listened to the old episodes. We never said the specific venue where you were, what you ended up choosing. Will you say it now? Sure, I had it at the Fig House. Where's the Fig House? It's in Highland Park in Ooh, Los fun. Angeles. Yeah. And how did the venue go? Was it everything you needed and liked? The venue was great. I, in my very, <laughs> it probably says something about me more than anything. The, one of the first things that comes to mind is that they had one piece of furniture that was just like kind of janky and broken. And I remember when we went back before the wedding, I almost wonder if I should have you edit this out. <laughs> the venue was perfect and amazing. And yet my mind went to the one piece of janky furniture. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was antique and was supposed to be that way, and it was just kind of broken. <laughs> it was a piece of furniture that I guess sometimes they set up wedding cakes on, and I was like, I'm not setting my wedding cake up on that. Absolutely like, not. No, no, no. Like a tape, like a like a buffet. 
Yeah, like a stand. Like a, God, I want to see a picture of that thing <laughs> now. It's going to be nuts. But I don't know why that's the thing that my mind went to. It was a beautiful venue. Um, our, I hired a partial wedding planner so that she would do the day of and everything. And she helped coordinate with the venue. And I was grateful that she did that because there was some weird turnover in terms of the employees at the venue. So... Oh, like she they were switching iron. shifts while you guys were getting no, married? No, no. Like one person went through the contracts and organized everything with us. And then that person left the job and somebody else took over oh. and clearly hadn't gotten all of the info. And then maybe there was even another person who came into play. We didn't know what was going on with numerous people working there, but it all ended up being ironed out. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Who is the wedding coordinator day of? Kelly Demaray. She was great. Yeah. LA local? LA local. Okay. We'll put her in the link. We'll give her a shout out. Since yeah. you gave her a thumbs up. We're oh, yeah. Gonna, we're not going to do it unless you're like, oh, no, no, shaky, shaky. <laughs> no, she was wonderful. Everything went super smoothly. Yeah. Everything went really smoothly. All of our vendors were great. And we got married at the end of February. And there's definitely pros and cons to getting married at the end of February. The con being that it was the rainiest February in decades in L.A. Was it an indoor wedding then if it was February? It was outdoor and indoor. Oh. And so there was a bit. I had a tent on hold and was hoping to be able to cancel the tent because Mm -hmm. those tents are really expensive. Mm -hmm. And we were really lucky that the weather ended up cooperating for us. But the Saturday before and the Saturday after our wedding we're both very rainy. I Ooh. always think about brides when it's raining on Saturday. Me too. I always feel bad. I know. Rain on a Tuesday, man. But not on a weekday that your friend's randomly getting married. That's right. Without you. We want that to be good weather. <laughs> well, and I know from your past episodes that weddings are happening on all days now. Yeah. Yes, That's they it. are. Just do what you got to do. Whatever so now it just available. shouldn't rain. Yeah. Just everybody... Every day I'm going to feel bad that it's raining. I live in a drought community. I should not be doing that. <laughs> no, we need it. I'm trying to think of the other. There were a couple other things that I had jotted down. Oh, okay. That I was going to mention. Oh, my God. You made notes. Yeah. I made notes. Oh, my God. You have notes. I made notes. I love this. Yes. Please give us the highlighted notes of your wedding. The other thing that I would say to people is that you have so much adrenaline going with the wedding and then we had an organized after party to go to and you're talking to everybody and I didn't even end up having that much to drink but it was just so much emotional overload that at the very end of the night we walk out of the venue and I'm processing like oh wow so the wedding's over and we're gonna go back to the hotel now and as soon as we walk out the door of the venue and it shuts behind us and locks, I realize I suddenly really need to pee. <gasps> oh, oh, no. And I can't get the attention of anybody at the bar that we were just at. So I see that there's a bar across the street that also just closed, but the windows are open. So I go and like try knocking on the door and the people working in the bar definitely saw me in a wedding dress oh. and just didn't acknowledge me. 
no. Cold. And people outside of the bar smoking cigarettes were like, hey, it's a bride. You should let her in. And they just wouldn't let me in. What did you do? So we try driving back to the hotel, and I still really need to pee, and I'm in my, like, expensive dress. Oh, my God. And we drive past a (laughs) jack-in-the-box. And I'm like, maybe I can go in there and use the bathroom. But I think they must have some sort of rule that after a certain hour, you can't go inside. Oh, it's it's drive-through only. only. It's drive-through only. Oh, no. So I literally walked up to the drive-thru in my wedding dress, (laughs) 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 trying to ask if I could go inside and use the bathroom, and they said no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Los Angeles is a cruel place. (laughs) And so we drove back to the hotel, Jake dropped me off, and then went to go park, and I was rushing back to the hotel room. Probably looking crazy. A, lo- a bride alone sprinting through a hotel room. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, what happened? What happened on there? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so <Someone> was jilted. <laughs> note to your listeners, just use the bathroom before you leave the venue or wherever you were. It will, high tip. it will catch up to you. Oh, my God. That's Nobody would crazy. let you in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Any other hot tips? Another tip is that I will probably always remember that one of my friends, when we were coordinating hair and makeup, and it's a bit of a puzzle to fit together when my mother-in-law and when when my sister, when all the people get their hair and makeup done, one of my close friends said, what spot is most convenient for you? You want me to go first in the morning? I'll go first in the morning. And I was like, yes, be that friend <laughs> who just takes the pressure off of. Yeah, be the flexible friend. Smart. Be the flexible friend. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Okay, cool. I still have visions of you at a drive-thru at the Jack in the Box asking to come in. Like, that's just what keeps flashing in my well, head right now. I just right think now. it's such a juxtaposition of this beautiful, perfect, all of our vendors were fantastic. Everything went remarkably smoothly but i should have gone to the bathroom before i left the bar at the end of the night i just imagine like the day because you talked about how you tried on so many fucking dresses to find like the dress and then like even trying to get it in the color you wanted like it was such a difficult ordeal and just imagining that moment that you were finally in this dress like it like in imagining your future and what your you know wedding day was going to be like and at no point while in this dress did you think you would be begging to go into a bathroom in a jack-in-the-box i did not <laughs> <laughs> unexpected tour this dress took i did not what a glamorous way to be rejected though yes so glamorous well, I'm glad you actually made it all the way to the bathroom and this didn't end with the like, and then we had to take the dress to the dry cleaners. <laughs> well, you always have to get it cleaned afterwards. That's anyways. true. I, I don't know if I've ever cleaned my dress. You never cleaned your dress? Did you clean your dress, Pam? No. It might be really? dirty. and Yeah. It's just in the closet, I, I think. I think I never cleaned it. <laughs> no, I, we'll get back to you guys on that. Yeah, we'll figure you let it out. us know. Yeah, there's, there's a question for got Instagram. A, I got a lot of, <laughs> got a lot of. Problems. I got mine specially cleaned. And yeah, I most people do. Did. Yeah, yep. No, that's smart. Now it's in a box underneath our bed. That's kind of nice. Has a little home. 
I guess. And you can't like, I mean, especially that kind of a bigger gown, right? You can't really shove it in the closet. It seems like it might take up a lot of space. Depends on how big of a closet you have. That's true. Mm -hmm. Dream big. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want, I can show you a picture of the dress if you want. Yes. Let's see you Mm -hmm. in the dress. Will you allow it to be on Instagram? Sure. Okay, great. We want to see that. Oh, Although oh. I didn't even. I love it. I thought you were going to pull out your phone. You pulled no, out a I... fucking laptop. Is this like a PowerPoint presentation? Because <laughs> I want that. I just thought you guys might want to see a picture. Yeah, of course we do. Let's see. That's a dress. <gasps> yes. Oh, oh it's so wispy God, and beautiful. beautiful. Look at that bouquet. The little branch. The little our, branch. Our florist. Okay, awesome. we'll put it on there. Oh my God. Gorgeous. That is a, that looks like a painting, that photo. Our photographers were awesome. We were super happy with all of our vendors. And that was definitely one of the nice things of getting married at the end of February was that for a lot of our vendors, it was their first wedding of the year. So I think we also got people fresh and excited and. Oh, that's yeah. smart. No one's jaded and grumpy yet. Yeah. What's, do you know your <laughs> photographer's name or the company? Oh yeah. They're awesome. They're amazing joel and justina they're based in canada and their work is beautiful how did you find them if they're in canada i mentioned it on the podcast actually i went down a instagram wormhole one night of looking at different photographers Mm -hmm. and really admired their work and reached out and their quote actually worked for us even though they're in canada which was surprising and their photographs are beautiful. I love looking, even now that our wedding was a while ago, I still love looking at their photographs. Oh, cool. Okay, nice. well, definitely. And we'll put some of your photos yeah. specifically. They recently had a wedding that they photographed that was featured in Vogue. Ooh la nice. la. Mm-hmm. Damn. Look at that. You got some legit photographers on that. That's amazing. I'll let you put your laptop away. <laughs> My God, I love it. I'm sure brought. I have them on my phone, but it just seemed no, easier. No, it was very dramatic, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me self-conscious, Brooke. <laughs> no, I'm in. You know me. I'm like 100% with everything, so that's exactly how I wanted to see it. I'm like, yes, bigger and brighter. Thank you. So um, when you think about of your wedding, looking back, um, highs and lows what's the best and worst part let's start with worst let's start with the negative like the whole process beginning middle and end of like planning the wedding doing thank you notes anything in between the thank you notes are my point of shame I feel like <gasps> did you not do them I did but I didn't end up doing all of them I feel like I ended up doing most of them but I was too much of a perfectionist of like oh my gosh I'm so grateful and wanted to just write odes of appreciation and then it just was so time consuming that um random thank you note bypass conversation or sorry side note conversation I uh Tristan's family member in Maine was getting married sent us an invite we aren't able to go but of course I'm going to send a gift anyway yeah so they were registered at Crate and Barrel and um the way that it worked I just wanted to do just a gift card just gonna I don't really know them that well I just want to do a hundred dollar gift card 
nice little, you know, just like little, here you go. Thank you for inviting us, blah, blah, blah. But if you did the gift card, it wouldn't give you the address. Like it wouldn't sync with the address of the, um, the registry. So I had to add on one more thing. And the second you added on an, a physical item, it linked everything to the registry. So I was like, fine. I got like a $7 cutting board along with the gift card, whatever. Wrote a little thank you, said in the gift like message or whatever, paid for a little wrapping, whatever, blah, blah, done. Don't think about it at all. Like I checked it off my list. We're not going to this wedding. I have no other responsibilities. So it totally leaves her mind. Also, I think I met this person once at my wedding. Like I don't really know her. She's right. like a cousin. Even though this is Tristan's close family member, of course, I'm the one that purchased the gift and managed all of that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, so I think about a week ago, we got a thank you note. And the thank you note said, thank you so much for the cutting board. And I don't know how to ask this person I don't know. Did you get the $100 gift card? card because oh, no. that's the actual. Now I'm worried they didn't get it. But there's no way for me to ask without being kind of bitchy and being like, but did you also get the more expensive gift? Because then I feel like an asshole. And Tristan's like, maybe they just didn't want to write gift card in the in the thing, you know, because it seems like weird. I don't know. Guys, should no, I? Should I think poke you her? just got him a seven dollar cutting board. <laughs> I think maybe you could ask because sometimes those gift cards go to weird spots in your email or yeah. I mean, it was a physical a card. Oh. It was a physical card that got mailed. It was supposed, to, but it was mailed oh. separately. I could tell via the the updates I got in the email. Guys, so should I should I have Tristan poke her to make they, sure? They might be like saying, who's this random card from if okay. it came separate? All right. I will have Tristan reach out. I'll get back to you guys. Yes. How long ago was this? It was a couple weeks ago at this point. It was a while ago. I kind of let it go. I only remembered it because you wrote up the thank you cards. <laughs> now I'm thinking it. Now I have to ask her. I feel this I responsibility of the yes. podcast. Now I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a way and I'll get back to you guys. Sorry. Thank you, cards. Do you know who didn't get one? Oh, I have a spreadsheet <laughs> keeping track. You know exactly who never got one. How how many people? Like 10? Oh, gosh. I'm like too embarrassed to talk about <laughs> you know, It's not for real. It's too real. <laughs> Are these people you won't ever see in person? Is that why you feel chill about it? Oh, I don't feel chill about it at all. <laughs> Would you actually send the thank you card now or is it just the time has passed? It's over. It was February 2019. <laughs> it got lost in the mail. I lost in the mail. Listen, I mean, in our defense, we've had a pretty intense time since we got married. So it's just been. Yes. yes. I think we're okay. <laughs> we have a one and a half year old and there's been a pandemic. I don't know if you knew that. Wait, what? <laughs> Spoiler. She had a baby. Yeah. Yay. Okay, so that is by far the worst then. Not the baby, the the thank you note. The, the thank you great. notes, but that's self-inflicted. Okay. What about the wedding? So on a lighter note, I feel like my big mistake with wedding planning was that I should have ordered more mini donuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is actually, I was totally fine with that. That of all the things to go wrong with the wedding, I should have ordered more donuts because they were super popular. And yeah. also, my dad ate 13 of them. He <laughs> 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 was totally entitled. Um, everybody wanted to try different flavors of the, wet, of the mini donuts. And apparently, there were guards for the mini donuts. 
What? Somebody in the plan- in the day of staff was designated to help protect the mini donuts until the designated dessert time. So all sorts of people were, I guess, looking at the donuts thinking, oh, wow, that looks good. I'd like to try that flavor. I'd like to try that flavor. And so when they finally said that people could go eat the donuts, apparently they disappeared. It was just, just a body nap dash. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to say that that's a thing. If you have different flavors of dessert, people, that happened with me. I had cupcakes and I had seven different flavors. And my mom didn't even get a cupcake at my wedding because people took extras because they wanted to try the different flavors. So note to sell. Yes. I should have limited the flavors. Mm -hmm. My wedding planner and her defense actually mentioned that, that I should have paired back the flavors. She knew. But I was very proud of my guess that... My planner had been working in weddings for about a decade, and she said that my wedding was the first where all of the mini donuts, all of the wedding cake, all of the hot chocolate was entirely consumed. There was nothing left over. All the wedding oh, cake? What? Uh-huh. That never happened. That never, no. The, oh wedding ca- the wedding cake, I will give a shout out. We got... Um, Swedish princess cake from Berlina Bakery in LA, and it is delicious. And yeah, it was very popular. People ate all of it. Damn, girl. I've never heard of I've this. I've never heard of that. Most people no. don't even eat the cake. They're like, I know. Yeah, I'm too drunk, or they left, or they're too full. So all of our dessert was eaten, and I was also proud of our guests that the venue commented that they were impressed that our guests drank a lot. But also, considering how much they drank, there were no incidents. Oh, no one was rowdy. Yeah. They were just like good times. Yeah. That's wow. I love that you got a report card from <laughs> the venue. <laughs> drank a surprising amount of booze, yes. but no incidents. Nobody Ate was all of the cake. A plus. All the donuts. <laughs> all the hot chocolate. No consumed. one was sent to the principal's office. No. I wonder if due to the cake consumption that helped with not getting too drunk. Eating all those donuts. A little carb right at the end. Maybe. It helps. Yeah. And I guess you also just have polite friends and family that aren't psychos. That aren't crazy. Yeah. Or maybe you do. (laughs) (laughs) She gives a shrug. She's a little quiet. No comment. Yeah. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what was the best thing? Well, I guess in terms of the best thing, three things come to mind. I mean, first off, marrying Jake and being able to have that moment in time to celebrate our partnership and also having two of our closest friends co-officiate the wedding. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I was really happy that we were able to make the ceremony personal and honest. And my aunt after the wedding even commented, Maybe a little too honest <laughs> or a little too personal. <laughs> what does yes. that mean? But oh, most you got to love an aunt. <laughs> but most of our friends came up to us afterward and were like, oh, wow, we really loved that. You know, we talked about how relationships aren't just magic, that they take work and yeah. mm-hmm. partnership and honesty and um, and also just having everyone together in that space together that was why i mean i had talked on the podcast before how we debated whether or not to even have a wedding 
And it was really special to be able to have everybody get together and celebrate. And afterward, my dad and Jake's mom were both thrilled. And that was really special, too. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I love Love weddings. I know. I love this part (laughs) of the show. Love. Okay, do you guys want to get into some confessionals? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Um, As we mentioned earlier, all of these are listener-submitted confessionals. They are sent us anonymously, either via email, our website, or our um, phone number little hotline. Um, Pammy picks them out. I purposely request that she not give me super long ones, and sometimes she honors that request. (laughs) I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, not always... Uh, Not always possible, but I try. Okay, hit me, Pam. All right. Hi, Brooke, Pam, Ruthie, and guest. I'll start start this by saying COVID sucks. Agreed. Yes. Absolutely. And I blame COVID more for any of this than any person, than any person. That being said, here's my story. I have my old friends who are my bridesmaids in my wedding a group of lovely, smart ladies who have been around for various lengths of long times. My best friend is my maid of honor, and she's been the biggest lifesaver throughout. I have a new friend, let's call her Jessica, who I've become very close with in the past four years. Jessica is not vaccinated for a very legitimate reason. When my group of old friends found this out, They uninvited her from my bachelorette party without asking me, either for context or my thoughts. My maid of honor mostly made this call because of a fake COVID policer in the friend group. She's living her life outside the house in Texas, but when a homebody who follows the rules in California can't get vaccinated, they get kicked out. For the record, I don't blame my maid of honor at all. Jessica was heartbroken, and once I actually told her about what happened, we talked it out. I apologized immensely, and we're planning something one-on-one in the future. This brings up two questions. Am I wrong for seriously reconsidering the future of my friendship with the fake COVID policer? She not only bullied a good friend out of a super important event, but she also made Jessica think that I didn't want to be friends with her at all. Also, this incident brought up the COVID policer isn't letting us leave the Airbnb will be in Palm Springs where rules and mandates are very strictly enforced, which means I'm not getting anywhere close to the bachelorette that I hoped for. What would you do? I feel sad and disappointed already from COVID sucks. Oh, starting off with a light one, huh, Pammy? I know. They get lighter. COVID does suck. It does suck. Yeah. Um, Oof. Okay. Whew. Okay. So just got a couple of questions here. Two specific questions mm-hmm. about the friend. And the second question is about the Airbnb. What would you do about not being able to leave? I think they're both related to this, yeah, the friend, the fake COVID police. What's interesting is that it sounds like the bride agrees with the idea of potentially not having the unvaccinated friend at an event, but didn't like the way it was handled. So it's not so much what we decided to do necessarily, but it's like how it was handled, correct? Yes, I think so. I think, you know, she would understand if the group didn't feel comfortable. Okay, so she wants to know, should I be, should I end the friendship 
and what should I do about my bachelorette party? Those seem yeah. to be the two questions. Okay. okay. Yes. So let's get to the first question, which is, should I end the friendship with the fake COVID policer? Mm, in my opinion, this sounds like a temporary problem, knock on wood, that isn't going to be around forever. You're not going to be dealing with your wedding forever. True. Knock on wood, COVID policing with time will be fading. Um, if you would like to have a confrontation with this person about how the situation was handled, I think that is completely acceptable so that you're on the same page so that they don't continue to do something like this, especially if this person's going to be at your wedding and the other friend is also going to be at the wedding. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a polite but stern conversation to be like, hey, I didn't think that was handled well. I think that's okay. Yes? No? What do you think? I think it's totally reasonable that she wanted to be in the loop on this decision being made. Absolutely. Somebody being disinvited to your bachelorette party is a big deal. She should have been included in that decision. It's this weird thing that happens sometimes when you're planning a bachelorette where on one hand you want to involve the bride a lot because you want to make the ideal thing that they want for this vacation, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, you also don't want to include them very much at all because you want to take on the burden because they're already dealing with planning a damn wedding. So you're like any hiccups or any sort of thing, we'll just take care of it. I don't I don't even want you to know about this drama. So there is a small percentage that the COVID police and from their point of view was not being malicious, but was more like handling the situation so you wouldn't have to. I'm just trying to see it from a point of view that this person not being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure out the friend that you had. You've had an old friend. It's an old friend. Is it that they were trying to come from what they thought was a helpful point of view, but just went astray? Just I I don't know the, the, the inner being of this person you do this is an old friend so if you take a step back and think about them five years ago 10 years ago like the heart of who they are if that's what you think maybe that's they were trying to protect you it was a bonehead move definitely a bonehead move yes i think the big kind of step from here is after you have that conversation if you decide to how that person reacts to it Mm. oh pam what do you think no that that was a very rational thought behind that i definitely was not there i i can see that um but in my head i'm like you know if this if if our bride here is thinking about um you know reconsidering that friendship that means there's other signs i think that this friend may have shown those bonehead moves for a while now and this could be the the straw, you know, that breaks the camel's back. And she's just like, I'm done. I don't know. But I definitely see her point of view where she could have been thinking and acting and coming from a good place, just, you know, not thinking things through 100%. Is this your bossy friend? (laughs) You know? Yeah, I think it's worth the conversation. Like Pam says, you know, if you do come down to it, you know, but I definitely think you want to marinate on it. And not go with your gut instinct, like not gut instinct, but like the initial thought. But I mean, took the time to write this to us. So it's been a little time. Yeah. I think that it makes sense to talk to her about it. But I also think it makes sense to take into consideration that it is a really complicated time. So people are trying to figure out the right thing to do. And that's not 
as clear as it is in some other situations. And also in stressful situations, sometimes we aren't at our best. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And then you're adding the layer of COVID on top of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think Pam's point of if this is a pattern and this is just the last straw, that's one thing. But if this is just like, oh, this stupid bonehead move, then I think if it's one bonehead move in a long relationship with this friend, I would think about, you know, like taking a step back and pausing on really kind of lighting everything on fire. But if this is just kind of like, dude, this is the constant. Oh, Ruth. She wants to put her two cents in. Ruth. (laughs) She's eating a bone and she's just enjoying it too much. I gave her the bone setting to keep her quiet, and now it's doing the opposite. She's enjoying She's it. the co-star, guys. She has to have her voice heard. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, so now the question is, what should our bachelorette do about Palm Springs? So I guess the question is, like, should she, should the bachelorette get more of a say in how the bachelorette party goes? Because at this point, it's more like she's being told what we're doing for the party, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Pammy? I mean, I think your bachelor party is what you make it. So I think that you can have an amazing time with your old friends, new friends in Palm Springs and make it the best time ever. And you don't have to leave the house. I mean, if you want to, that's a different story. And it sounds like you do. But I don't think you have to. I think that you can have a great time and see what your friends actually planned for you. Yeah. Also, is there a way at this point to maybe have some sort of a compromise so that the people that don't feel comfortable doing whatever outdoor event you want to do that, you know, if you're getting a house in Palm Springs, there's probably a pool. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do go shopping or something and other people aren't comfortable, well, the people that aren't comfortable can just chill. Is that okay? Is that like a no? Well, I mean, it depends because our COVID policer may not want people to come back in to that house if it's. This reminds me of how Amanda said that when being invited to a wedding now, people are sending out surveys of what people are comfortable with. Like, are you comfortable getting on a bus? Are you comfortable, you know? being at a table with people that aren't you know part of your family or whatever it's almost like they should have done a survey of what people are comfortable with for the bachelorette party yeah in terms of agreeing upon the group yeah because it has to be the whole group is comfortable because the last thing you want to do is make somebody feel like literally uncomfortable about their health or you know what I mean because you don't know other people's situations like even if they're healthy if they're living with someone in some sort of a high-risk situation yeah this becomes very real so I think maybe a conversation about that but I'm with you Pam that you know if this has already been planned and this is already sort of the the idea of what's happening it might I think you can make the best of it and as long as you know especially if there is somebody that is feeling uncomfortable but also you know just because you have this one time in palm springs doesn't mean you can't have something else like if you have people that are more comfortable that you could do something else potentially does that make sense like a little mini party let now and pam doesn't like that I idea i'm i'm trying to imagine myself in her position and i do feel like wanting to go out to eat outside that's a very low risk situation and it seems like something that she should be able to bring up that she wants to have some sort of occasion to go out of the airbnb and be in palm springs there's compromise 
I think real conversations. Yeah, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah, I mean, conversation, finding that compromise of, you know, I understand your concerns. I feel like this is low risk and is something that I want to do. And I feel like everybody can kind of find that happy medium. Yeah, I think that unfortunately, our answer to both these questions is you have to have tough conversations, conversations. with people. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and if the conversation even ends with, hey, this is what I want my bachelorette party to be. And if you're not comfortable with it, then you don't get to go. But I it's my bachelorette party. Yep. If that's what you end up wanting to do, it's your prerogative. It just kind of matters overall big term big ticket what is the most important thing to you is it doing certain events at your bachelorette party or is it spending time with certain people yep because it sounds like unfortunately during covid and during the situation you're in you have to choose between the two which sucks you shouldn't have to but that's the reality of the situation so you just kind of have to figure out which one's more important to you and i I hope you have fun i think it's good in general to have those tough conversations if you can approach them in the right manner of understanding that your friend has a different perspective on everything and also bringing into clarity what your perspective is and seeing if there's some sort of common ground that you can find yeah there's a reason that you're friends yes let's remember that hopefully (laughs) (laughs) i know it's tough it sucks having to deal with this COVID stuff you're right it's the worst that extra layer but already tough time i believe in the end you will figure out what it is that you want and it will be executed and you will have a good time yeah having a good time number one yeah palm springs is fun palm springs is fun you'll have a good time wonderful are you ready to move on to number two brixton okay Dear Wedding Confessionals, I'm so happy to see y'all are back to podcasting. I love that you use (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I truly thought the podcast was finished when 2020 happened. Luckily, I was wrong. And now that I'm engaged, I can truly appreciate all of the advice and opinions. I'm getting married in fall of 2022 and will be creating my wedding party soon. My best friend will be a part of my wedding. I haven't officially asked yet, but she already knows that she will be a bridesmaid. And she is the free-spirited artistic type. She chooses to keep her body hair unshaven, armpits and legs. And although this isn't my style, I personally have no issues with this. My fiance's family are more traditional in their opinions of gender roles, meaning they feel women should not have hairy armpits. I absolutely adore my best friend and don't want her to be talked badly about or judged whatsoever. Do I have a conversation with her asking her to landscape for the wedding or do I avoid the conversation altogether and pick out a bridesmaid's outfit that covers her body hair? I'm torn on this as I don't want to tell her what to do with her body, especially for one day, but I don't want myself or her to hear any nasty remarks from closed-minded boomers and there will be remarks. I would absolutely love to have y'all help me through this issue. Thanks so, so much. Also, after RBG passed, I almost immediately thought about your sweet Ruth. Sincerely, when Harry met Sally. (laughs) Real talk, guys. When the real Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because my dog's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. um, When the real person tied, she doesn't have an Instagram account. And people kept linking my dog's account and like their notes about like they would put up like a sincere post about this great woman. And then they were like linking my dog. And I'm like, 
<laughs> no, really? Yeah, it happened a couple of times. <laughs> she died on my husband's birthday. Oh. So oh. I was going to see if I could put off telling him or him finding out about it yeah. but of course he found out right away yeah yeah that's hard yeah. that was big news <laughs> oh my goodness oh my god okay so back to, <laughs> to the confession to the hairy situation yeah, to the here. hairy situation we're in um so let's just go around and find quickly do you think she should ask her friend to shave her armpits yes or no absolutely not no no no, 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 no. Your not gut instinct, your gut instinct, is to not tell your friend what to do with their body, and that's correct. Stay correct. with that instinct. In my opinion, guys, if this woman has been walking around with hairy armpits and hairy legs for as long as she has, she is used to people saying annoying things to her. Comments, yeah, yep. She ignores the comments. That's a part of the note that stood out to me of I don't want myself or her to hear any nasty remarks from close-minded boomers you don't know what she can or can't handle I'm sure that she can handle whatever potentially comes up true what do you think about her semi-solution of finding a dress that may cover it more than others per se? oh just not like a sleeveless dress yeah well First of all, if you think it's cute, then it's cute. Buy the dress that you want to, or pick out the dress that you want. And if it is sleeveless, then so be it. Because I, I agree with you, Brooke. She's heard it. She's heard all of the comments before, and it won't be the first or the last time. Also, the raising of the arms doesn't come up that much. That's true. There's a good chance that a lot of people won't even notice or care. And if those people are assholes, then that's them being assholes. Yeah. Like, that they're going to be assholes anyway. They're going to say something rude about something else. I don't think you can police people being assholes, unfortunately. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of a close friend of mine that when she got married and was the bride, she had, uh, it was either strapless or a tank dress, and she does not shave under her armpits. And it was perfect. It was perfectly her. She looked like herself in full force. Yeah. So you also don't necessarily know how your friend feels about this. Maybe if there are comments that come up, she might be like, yep, that's me. To yeah. your point that yeah. she can handle it. Well, and I, I mean, it might be, I mean, it's an interesting time for a wedding, but to, you know, um, as like a teaching moment of acceptance you know they might make comments but if you love her she you know for who she is then maybe they will see that and see past hairy armpits and i do think that this whole reason that you wrote us is because you really love your friend and i think it's sweet because you're trying to protect her feelings and i think it's really nice and I think that your instinct is to protect your friend. And I think if you want to just tell her ahead of time, like, oh, you know, you know, whatever dress you end up picking, it sounds like you'd like to go with a sleeveless option. But if that's what you end up going with, you can even tell her like, oh, you know, there are a bunch of like fuddy duddies and they're going to be like, oh, armpit hair. And you can just casually bring it up that they're, they might be like bratty, but be like, I don't really care. I think it's great. 
You could have the conversation with her and tell her you're supportive of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my guess is this this woman has had stupid people say stuff to her. You know what I mean? This is unfortunately True. people are people say things when it's like you didn't have to say anything. I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> people love to talk about women's bodies. Isn't it fun, guys? They do. <laughs> Not fun. But you're a good friend and continue being a good friend. But also, uh, get the damn dresses you want, guys. There you go. Yeah. And let your friend be who she is. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Number three. Yes. Hi, Brooke, Pam, Ruth, and guest. That's me. Ruth is literally like at the table at this point. <laughs> she has her little paws on the table. I have a story for you. I had to postpone my original wedding for a date that was on my niece's birthday. I felt bad about it, but this day was the only summer Saturday that our venue had left for the year 2021. My niece's mother, my sister, was also my maid of honor. She pissed me off about 80% of the time during the wedding planning process, but that's a whole other story for another day. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) So now into the actual story, my sister asked me if I could ask the DJ to have the guests sing happy birthday to my niece during the reception. I had no issue with this. During dinner, the floor was opened up for guests to give speeches to myself and my husband. My stepmother decides to come to the front to say a speech. She has my niece with her. For context, my stepmother means well most of the time, I think but she is very obnoxious and talks a lot. That part's in caps. (laughs) (laughs) She starts her speech with a lot of rambling and then goes on to say, this is a great day. Not only did insert me and my husband's names get married, but it's also insert niece's name, birthday. She then goes on to start singing Stevie Wonder's happy birthday song and asks the guests to sing along. They all sing along. My sister was pissed about this, and I felt vindicated as a result. I have to reiterate that she pissed me off 80%. (laughs) I like that she reiterated this because I did remember it already, actually. (laughs) I have to reiterate that she pissed me off 80% of the time during the wedding planning process. So any feat is a feat. I hate that I feel vindicated at the expense of my niece, but everyone acknowledged that it was her birthday, so maybe I shouldn't feel too bad. From SMH. Oh, shaking Shaking my my head. head. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, okay. I think, thank you for sharing the story, but I really want to hear what your sister did. Give us some of that 80% things that she pissed you off. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the story. There's there's a, you know, interesting relationship there, I think. Yeah, write more about the sister. Yeah, It sounds like fun. And it sounds like she got the the happy birthday song. So, you know, she probably had a good time. I mean, there's cake already there and you're in a fun dress. It's a celebration. She had a good birthday. Okay. I mean, at none of this did it sound like the niece was miserable. Right? No. The niece seemed like she did okay. Just the sister. Just the, the sister. The sister was pissed because the stepmother singing was embarrassing. 
Or it just didn't go the way she planned it. She wanted her sister to do that instead of her stepmom. I think that's right. Well, you know, happy birthday's fun anyway. Especially that version. I like the Stevie Wonder one. It's a fun one. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. We don't have rights. Nope. No singing. Not allowed. (laughs) Also because I'm bad at it. (laughs) You're probably allowed a certain number of bars. Yeah. It's like four seconds or something like that. But I can't just do four. (laughs) You got to keep going. (laughs) Got to sing the whole thing. Um, Yeah. um, uh, Bride, tell us some more stories about... I I like... that There's Pam, I think, picked this specific confessional just to try to get more <laughs> confessionals out of you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to reiterate. You said it's for another day, and that day is coming up, and we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Get typing. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so that's it, guys. That's it. You guys ready to move on to some bridal breaks? Sure. Um, bridal breaks are not only for brides. They're for anyone hoping to... Anyone and everyone. Yeah, anyone that needs a... Okay, Ruth's on the table. Anyone that wants help planning the wedding. (laughs) Just suggestions we give to take a break. So things that have nothing to do with wedding planning. Usually it's a fun little drink, silly show, a song, a podcast. It changes every week, which is part of the fun. Uh, Pammy, what you got for us? All right, I found this drink. And, you know, it's getting close to Halloween. So I thought maybe we would do a little spirit one. Um, and I found this on a couple of cooks. It's called a Corpse Reviver. And it is, I have not tried it yet. Um, although Lauren says she has. I've tried it before and it was good. And it, it seems very strong. Um, I'm in. <laughs> it has dry vermouth, uh, lemon juice, absinthe, cointreau, and gin. I'm sure it depends on what type of absinthe you're using. Yeah. Because that could make a big difference. That's true. Yeah. I would like a light corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Not too heavy. Not all the way. Not six feet in the ground. I would like a (laughs) spirited corpse. Hey. (laughs) There we go. I like it. I like it. Uh, What you got for us, Lauren? I am going to recommend the TV show Hacks which Ooh. I hope isn't too much of a dated reference now because the show's been out for a while. But if anybody hasn't watched it yet, I think it's a perfect break because it's smart, it's well-written, it's funny, it's also dramatic, it's not too heavy, it's, you know, a light, fun watch. And Gene Smart is incredible and won an Emmy and... It's just such a joy to watch her in that role. Yeah, it's so good. She's such a genius. Um, I remember because it's about like two different generations of like female comedians is the mm-hmm. idea, right? So it's kind of fun to see sort of, a, would you consider a millennial the younger one, right? It's not Gen Z. She's more millennial. Yeah, she's I think well she's started. a millennial. Yeah, and then you have sort of like more of the boomer energy. But it's really fun. Yeah, and it's only, it's not that many episodes. And yeah, talk it's pretty about quick. Female empowerment. It gives it to you. Yeah, and I I worked as an assistant for a while when I was first starting out out of college, and so it definitely hit on some ringing true vibes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay, HBO Max, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah, I'll I have I, to check it out. I second that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not that many episodes. You can blast it really quickly. Okay. And Tristan liked it, and Tristan doesn't like many things. Oh. <laughs> when it comes to television, he's very picky. So, 
Who gets that? Whoa. All right. Wow. There we go. Yeah. Because I'm trash. I'll watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember Love Island UK? I mm-hmm. sat through all those episodes. <laughs> You've had some time on your hands. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But even when I'm busy, I would make time for that dumb show. <laughs> Okay, so my bridal break is also TV. Uh, it's a it's a documentary series. It's actually pretty short. It's only four episodes, and each episode is like under an hour. And it's called "This Is a Robbery," and it's set. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, it's set in in Baston, and it's <laughs> about like these these. It's basically like an art heist, and it's it's dated back and was like was it the nineties? Yeah, I think, I think right. so. It's been I, I watched it a couple weeks ago, but um. Honestly, it's such an interesting... First of all, you learn a little bit about high art and museums, which I think is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You also learn about like mob stuff. And also, guys, like, I'm sorry if you're from Boston, if this like is insulting to you. The Boston accents are amazing throughout the entire thing. Like literally when they talk about art, they're like, at mm-hmm bastin <laughs> it's so cool so i i thought it was really in the ending was somewhat satisfying i would say and it's quick pace so it's like you're only watching four episodes so you really dive in i genuinely could have had more episodes honestly but i thought it was really fun it's interesting that you could have had more episodes because i felt like it was a little bit long. <laughs> I could have totally done more. (laughs) Give me one more. Give me that bonus. (laughs) I think it could have been cut down a little bit. (laughs) But I did enjoy it. Okay, so it's still a a soft bridal break recommendation from Lauren. (laughs) Hard one for me. But I'm also, I don't watch a lot of TV, so we might have a... You're more you get guys more in the consideration. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, he liked it, but he's from New England, so I think he saw representation of his people. (laughs) He was proud. Yeah, exactly. But that's on Netflix, and that's all of our bridal breaks, guys. All right, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. What a blast! What a journey! I'm so happy to be here, (laughs) and it's such a treat these days to be actually seeing you guys in person i know it's I know. so weird seeing mal's move without masks on wild <laughs> do you have anything that you want to plug i have been doing a program this year through ucla to train in teaching mindfulness meditation oh cool yeah it's been awesome and now that i'm married and had a kid i've gotten into mindful parenting so I've been starting to teach classes and mindful parenting via word of mouth and I'm super excited about it. That's, That's cool. Awesome. Right on. So yeah. we'll, we'll link you and if anyone wants to get in contact with you. Yeah, they could find me on Twitter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm around. You know who nice. else is on Twitter? We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Yeah. See yeah. my transition to our quiz? <laughs> Zing! Very, very smooth. Very smooth. Very classic. <laughs> So um, it's the time of the night where I grab my clipboard, grab my pen, and we start to we start to quiz Miss Pammy about how much she knows about the Wedding Confessional podcast. Is it nice that this always comes at the end for you? You know, your your mind is no, maybe this not is, as fresh. Yes, yeah, it's torture. It was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to start the podcast with a <laughs> quiz? Nope. <laughs> No. Listenership dives off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this shit? Um, okay, so. Okay, I have to do this while holding the dog because she's in a mood. I know. I love you. Okay, Miss Pammy. Mm. We talked about Twitter just now. Where yeah. else on social media can you find us? 
You can find us on Facebook yeah. or Instagram. Yes, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. we the, the Pinterest exists, but like what a little we, bit. Yeah, and it's there. Um, our website is what, Pammy? WeddingConfessionals.com. It is. You can find all the links to those social media um, handles there. Also, all the show notes. Or anytime we say, oh, yeah, the episode, this, blah, blah, blah. It's in the show notes. So you can just look on the website. Also, guys, we want to get some more confessionals rolling in. Please send us your stories. Yeah, we love them. Always anonymous. Keep always them coming. Yeah, always secretive. You know you want to tell us. So Send the juicy stuff. Yeah, send us the other 80%. Send yeah. the 80%. Yeah, yeah, send it. Um, so um, there are three different ways that you can send us a confessional. One is our email address, which is what, Pammy? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. Mm-hmm. What's the phone number, Pammy? 433... <laughs> No, four three four nine three three two six six three four three four nine three three two six six three. What is this area code four three four? It's just what Google gave me, man. Hmm. <laughs> the Google God just said this is it. your phone number, and I said okay. <laughs> um, the other way where you don't have to give us your phone number or your email address mm-hmm. is um, going to our website and clicking on the tab that says what, Pammy? Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. From there, you just get to fill out a quick little form, yeah. make up a fake name, sure, be sassy about it, be clever. We love it. We love a clever name. Um, and then, yeah, uh, get your confessional on this damn podcast because we right. like them. Um, also, a reminder to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that more brides and grooms can find our podcast. It helps. It does. Their, their weird little algorithm demands yeah. it. So help a girl out. Help this other girl out. Help the dog out. Help out Lauren. She's a fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> I want um, more confessionals. Yeah, see, Lauren's in. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so Pammy. I was so sad when the show was gone. I'm oh, happy it's back. I know. I thank you so much Aww. for waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Pammy, besides Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. give me, mm, okay, we've been doing seven. I think we can raise it to 10. Hold on. Let me uh, put my pen down so I can really keep up. This is pressure. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm going to give you Apple Podcast. That's one. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Don't look down. They're right in front of you. Downcast. Yeah. Overcast. Um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, um, Pod, um, Pod. Did you say Spotify? I did say okay. Spotify. Yeah, you're at seven. Okay. Um, Hmm. I might be stumped at seven. Okay. That's okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, the other ones were Amazon Music, Audible, Castbox, Castro, Deezer. Deezer. Google Podcast, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Paradise, Pod Tail, Podcast Attic, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn. And as we discussed before, if you use Alexa or Siri, you can shout that you want to listen to Wedding Confessionals Podcast and it will play. It does. Technology is amazing. It's fun. You did it, girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you did pretty well. Did We're okay. getting back into it. The okay. phone number, though. I Apparently, know. the area code is in Virginia. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, represent. All right. South Central area just of the Virginia. The idea that there's like a little phone sitting in Virginia. 434. <laughs> it's just like where our phone... I know it's not really, but... <laughs> See, I know there's somewhere there's just like a little phone in a room in Virginia. It's a blue phone to match our logo. <laughs> I it says, like that. Google says that Lynchburg is the most populous city in the area code. Oh, okay. Right on. 
If you're from Lynchburg, let us know. Answer the phone for us. Yeah. <laughs> Pick it up if it's ringing. That's it, man. We did it. it. Lauren, thank you again thank for coming. Thank you. Oh, so bittersweet. Fun. Now we're done. <laughs> now you, maybe I need to, you know, get divorced and get married again wow. to come back on the podcast. Oh. Well, wow. if you finish the, the thank you notes, you can come back and tell us. <laughs> I can't believe that came up. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye, Pammy. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.